Hello and welcome to my podcast, uh, Fit for Life. In this pod- podcast, we're going to be discovering all subjects to do with fitness, health, training, exercise, mental health, and all of the above. And a real relaxed chit chat discussion about fitness, well being, being a better form of your previous self, uh, self improvement, all of the above, um, and above all else, how to be fit for life. Hello and welcome back to episode four of my podcast, uh, Fit for Life. And hello, <laughs> thank you again for the positivity I had from the previous one. Uh, again, I'm I'm my mind is blown with the messages and things that I'm receiving off people. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, really, really impressed. Um, and really thankful for all the positivity. Um, and humbled by it. Um, contrast, these things I don't really plan at all. <laughs> I know I should like, but all my content on my Instagram, my podcast content, everything, I don't really plan. I just sit here and I just, whatever comes to my head, I just kind of go with. Um, and I just let my tongue roll. I just like to have like more of a, a relaxed, informal discussion about things, um, be open about things, try not to get too sidetracked along the way. So you will be proud of me. I have made somewhat of a list here on the back of an envelope. <laughs> um, how prepared I am. Um, and today's podcast subject is going to be very much like the previous one about weight training, um, but I want to go a little bit more in depth into a few more things, a little bit more technical. So obviously the last podcast we covered um, the positives to weight training, the basics, not talking too much about rep ranges, what, how it benefits the body more specifically, um, you know, what exercises you should be focusing on. And diving a little bit also nutritionally too and the things that we should be doing nutritionally to help us making the most amount of growth possible through weight training to get stronger, to build muscle, to make sure that we're strengthening our posture and all the other important things I spoke about on the the previous podcast. So weight training. So obviously, as I said, the previous podcast covered a lot of the positives, a lot of the basics for the people that don't know an awful lot about weight training. So within weight training, we kind of have two avenues you can go down when it comes to weight training. We have strength training and hypertrophy training. Okay, so the differences between the two is the muscle types that we activate when doing the said training and the rate ranges that we follow. Strength training tends to be more of the lower rep ranges. So it tends to be a lot more weight, a lot less reps, sticking more or less between one to five or six reps, um, going a lot heavier. Um, and this is, you know, a lot of people that would do like strongman training or Olympic weightlifting um, or uh, what can we call it? Uh, powerlifting. Uh, this would be the, the forms of, of training that, that, that they do specifically. Um, and it does more of a, a different type of muscle fibers to which doesn't really give much size or growth, but gives more power and strength. Um, the other flip of the coin there, we have hypertrophy based training, which is higher rep ranges. So they say specifically, they would, they'd used to say between um, 8 to 15 reps. And the old school used to be to say, oh, if you go above 15 reps, you're instantly doing cardio and you're doing like kind of more like endurance and stamina training and you're going to suddenly just lose muscle mass. So if you were doing a rep, for example, a set, sorry, of like 15 reps and you went to 16, you'd be like, 
shit instantly. Cardio training, uh, endurance training. Uh, you're gonna start breaking down muscle fibers. You're gonna start be doing more cardio than what you are actual weight training, and start losing losing muscle. That's the way we used to think years ago. Um, obviously, complete BS. <laughs> um, you know, so hypertrophy training can be anything from eight reps up to really. 30 reps when we're fatiguing um, and that builds more obviously still builds muscle different type of muscle fibers and um, but more for uh, strength and size and growth so what majority of people want to have in life when we say tone and definition like I said on the last podcast where I talked between building muscle and tone defining it's the same thing which it is um, tone defining is building muscle size and shape so example I'm not being vain here but example my bicep here, I have a size for my bicep, gives me shape and definition to my arms. Um, when we talk about weight training specifically, talking about the female and male dynamics, females love to train more, as we know, legs, because majority of women want to have tone-defined legs and glutes, uh, which are rather large. Um, and guys like to periodically like to train chest, like to have a size in the chest, the shoulders, um, the upper back. Um, some guys do like to train legs, but then an awful lot of guys don't. And then obviously, arms. Um, so they're kind of the differences between the sectors of what they like to kind of focus and improve on. Um, excuse me. And yeah, so as I said, hypertrophy, more between 8 to 30 reps. Strength training, more between 1 to 5 to 6. And the trade-offs between these two, strength training, low reps, but obviously weight has to be so much higher. So with strength training, the, the risk of injury is up here hypertrophy training more volume not quite as high with the weight means our risk of injury comes down a lot lot lower that's why it's my preferred basis of weight training because it ticks the goals for majority of people majority of people want muscular tone shape and definition so therefore hypertrophy training takes the boxes strength training is good but also high risk and high injury um, and if we can do anything to to limit risk of injury then that's a tick in my in my eyes um, however I will say that strength training does have a basis with the majority of people hypertrophy training is good but if you're an advanced lifter in hypertrophy training as we get further and further down the line you will begin to plateau so a weight training routine for the majority of people that start to start get into weight training a hypertrophy training based routine will be great for the majority however as we get further down the line two three four five years as we begin to pl plateau with hypertrophy training implementing a little bit of strength training in there will help dramatically so making us do five sets and five reps higher weight strength training in things like bat squats um bench press overhead press deadlifts the big compound lifts and implementing that into a routine will help massively push past plateaus and push further with your strength on the hypertrophy bandwagon um, and implement implementing that will, will in there means you get the best basis of majority of exercises um so yeah that's the majority of the differences between strength and differences between hypertrophy um I injured myself originally with my herniated disc doing ridiculous weight on a bat squat um, that gave me a herniated disc, which I've recovered through. Um, and, you know, yeah. So, moving on slightly, uh, weight training within, obviously, more positives to do with sport, etc. Um, you'll find that a lot of people that do 
marathons running as a, a serious sport uh, that do even badminton, football. Majority of people would do a weightlifting routine um, because weightlifting doesn't only just build and strength, strengthen muscle on the body, yeah? It also strengthens our tendons and ligaments. So around your elbow joints, your shoulders, your hips, your knee, your ankles, the between here, the ligaments and tendons between here, when we lift weight, will also strengthen the ligaments and tendons there and our grip strength and so many other facts of the body. Um, and in doing that, makes you stronger and better at sport too. Increases your endurance, increases your stamina. Um, you know, the, although a lot of runners tend to think that when you do weight training, it's just going to make you heavier and make you heavier and make you heavier, so therefore going to make you a slower runner, which is incorrect. Because obviously, okay, yes, you're building muscle on you, it's going to make you heavier, but also you increase the body's natural capability of carrying the weight you are because you're making your legs stronger. You know, for, for a runner, for example, to start doing weight training and to work on lunges, leg press and squats, etc., making their legs stronger, they're going to be heavier, yes, but equally they're going to be stronger. So because the legs are stronger, they can carry the weight of your body further um, for longer increase endurance, increase in stamina. So, you know, you look at any professional uh, marathon runner or, or, or any, any runner in retrospect or sports person, they'll all do some basis of weight, weight training in a program. Uh, tennis players, you know, no matter what sport it is, they tend to have some type of weight training program in the background. Rugby players, professional American uh, football players, um, all of these people in sports will have, have that there because um, muscle is really important that we keep hold of. And as I said, it strengthens and helps the body so, so much that for these people that do these sports, like a lot of running, for example, that, you know, if you're very lean, increase the risk of muscular, muscular wastage because depending on how you're eating and how well you're eating, um, just increase the, the chances of injuries. So through weight training, it won't only pack muscle on you, but it'll strengthen your tendons and ligaments around the body, therefore making you better at your sport um, and making you stronger. And again, ticks a lot of the boxes for the majority of people. Um, Going back to the strength training side of things, a lot of places where people go wrong with this is ego. Um, a lot of people ego lift and care very much about the weight they're lifting um, to what is seen around them rather than doing it for the right reasons of just self-improvement, getting stronger on the bar, making sure your technique is down and building from the ground up. Uh, we tend to want to just walk into a gym and see what the most weight we can lift possible, no matter if our technique goes to shit, no matter if we injure ourselves, no matter what. We just want to go in there, put a load of weight in a bar, and lift off the fucking floor and be like, yes, I'm He-Man. I'm, I'm, I'm on top of the world. I am this incredible um, supernatural being. Um, and to be perfectly honest, it's worthless because the likelihood of getting an injury from doing that is exponential and can seriously limit your time weight training because of the ego that people have at the door when they go into a gym and there shouldn't be any ego there you know i think so many people get focused on what other people are doing rather than themselves it should all be about you it should be about making sure that you are stronger than the person that you were yesterday and that you're improving before you even lift any weight in a gym you should be making sure, making sure that your technique is down making sure that you can you can Maintain your core, um, brace your posture, make sure that you're stood tall and correctly. Make sure that you're moving the weight correctly before you put any weight on the bar or even pick any weight up. Um, it's all about starting from the ground up with weight training, not jumping in both feet first, because if you do, you will get an injury eventually. And, you know, it's just not worth it. 
um, for my years of, of the training that I've done myself and witness injuries that friends have had and what you see online and this and that. And you see that, you know, most of the things that you see on Instagram and social media anyway aren't completely true anyway because the people that you see that are ridiculously lean are usually on exhaustionate amount of steroids. Um, again, sharing workout routines that they say are perfect for you when you don't know truly what they're doing themselves or what they've done to get there and to have this chisel physique. Um, and we compare ourselves very much to the people that we see on Instagram. You know, I've been, I, I mean, I've been, I've done it in the past. I think majority of people watching this, listen to this probably have. Um, and it's very hard not to get caught up in that kind of, that realm. But we should only ever be focusing on ourselves and on self-improvement and making sure that we were better and stronger than the person that we were yesterday. Um, if we're not, what are we doing wrong? Are we trying to, you know, run before we can walk? You know, it's about starting from the ground up and improving gradually over time. And in doing that, we'll make sure that your weight training career or your weight training longevity going forwards will stay long, healthy, and they're doing things right. You know, biggest things I say to all my clients in the gym is take fucking videos. You know, the people think it's weird and people are watching them, but you know, in retrospect, other people in the gym couldn't give a flying fuck what you're doing. Quite often people see me in the gym, get my phone, chuck it on the floor, record myself a video. Nine times out of ten, yes, it may be for social media, um, but also it's also to see what my technique is like. So I'm doing an RDL. Is my back straight? Is my posture right? Am I doing it correctly? Am I going to injure myself? Chucking my phone on the floor and recording a set of me in the gym means that I'm I'm keeping on point with myself to make sure that I'm I'm executing the the, the lift correctly. I'm not going to injure myself, and that I'm you know I'm happy that I'm, I'm two thumbs up, um, and that's you know everyone now has a smartphone, and anyone has is, is able now to chuck the phone on the floor and record a set to make sure they're doing things right. Um, and just for that extra concrete and security behind you, you know, obviously the other variance is having like a, a personal trainer, an online coach that is what looking after this stuff for you to make sure that you're executing it correctly. Um, but you know that should be a base of what a majority of people are doing. So you know, going back to ego lifting, it's not worth it. Don't do it. I, I say it to everyone. Um, start from the ground up, build up very slowly. You know, between the rep ranges that you're working towards. Going back to talking about hypertrophy as what it was, you know. I spoke about it in the previous podcast, but as I said, between eight to 15 reps tends to be hypertrophy wise, but even up to 30, end of the day, if you go lighter with a weight, it, it, it's just the amount of time it takes for you to fatigue. So if you go too light with a weight and you're getting more towards 30 reps, you're probably a little bit too light with the weight in your hands. You should be fatiguing between eight to 30 reps. More towards, if you can, eight to 15 to 20. If you're going more past 20 reps and you're too light, go heavier. You should be really looking at kind of each set in the gym that you're training to looking towards fairly towards your, your given rep range. If your coach or your program you're following is saying to you 12 reps, you're getting to 12 reps and you still can do like another 10, then the weight is too light. We should be really looking at getting to 12 reps and maybe only having one or two left in the tank. Um, and then resting for the appropriate time then repeating a further two to three times depending on how many sets is on your routine um and in doing that we'll make sure you're getting the most out of every set making sure that you rest long enough because a lot of people don't rest long enough between the sets um between one to two minutes when you feel like you're recovered then go in again to war and then finish again a majority of people in the gym sadly you just don't see them pushing themselves hard enough pushing to failure getting muscular fatigue and therefore you're not going to get the results that you want because you're not pushing yourself hard enough you know you should be finding it challenging you know if you're going out the gym and doing a routine and saying it's a five out of ten well why are you not controlling the reps enough are you not doing time under tension are you not pushing the weight high up you know enough it's one of them it's one of them you walk in the gym you get out of it as much as you put in um, and if you're not pushing hard enough with the weights that you choose you know doing time and attention controlling the reps making sure that you're taking between 40 seconds to a minute on each set um, through 
you know, controlling the negatives, three to five seconds on negatives, um, making sure that you're pausing at the bottom of each rep, then powering through and doing that every rep with a weight that you can control every set, every exercise. And at the end of a session, you should be fucked. You should be done. You should be like, I couldn't do any more. I'm fatigued. I'm done. And if you're not like that, why? Why not? Are you not pushing hard enough for weight? Are you not implementing time and attention? Are you not doing enough exercises? Are you taking too much of a long rest break? You you see where I'm going here. Um, So every session in the gym, you should be finding challenging. And if not, why not? So yes. So um, into most beneficial exercises. So for the majority of people just starting out weight training, Compound movements are a given and should be the primary for the majority of people. Um, so when I talk about compound movements, a compound movement is a movement where it uses more than one large muscle group in the body. Um, so like squats uses obviously core, but majority of the, of the, the big leg muscles like the, the glutes, the quads, the hamstrings, um, all the primary leg, leg muscles, um, bent over rows. You know, big compound movements, not only working the back, it's working the arms, the rear delts, the shoulders, um, you know, overhead presses, pull-ups, um, deadlifts, they're kind of your top compound movements and starting from the ground up from these, you can get a lot of strength, a lot of development pretty darn quickly um, in a short period of time and doing these consistently throughout a week um, will increase muscular shape, muscular strength, muscular definition and get you towards where you want to be. And then when you want to work on the other parts like your arms and your shoulders and stuff like your accessory movements are what you tend to do towards the end of a workout. So your first basis of a workout is doing the big compound movements, the things that are going to be most taxing and most effective to the body. Um, and then as you get through the workout, you start to get easier towards the end of the session, reeling back, do more of the accessory movements, i.e. working on arms, your shoulders, your glutes, and little things like that. And that's how you base the majority of your workouts. Um, but, you know, from doing these compound movements, they're the basis of anyone's weightlifting routine because these teach you how to hold a strong posture, how to engage your core, how the body should move. And getting these movements down will help you developing in the future to get into more complex movements, into like um, hip thrusts and all these other movements and that will help you progress as you go forwards and you get more technical into things as you, you know, go down the line. Um so yeah, so talking nutrition within all of this as well. Um, so what things should be eating to build muscle and to get the most amount of results from the weight training that you're doing? Uh, protein. Protein take is very important. Majority of us don't eat enough protein. Um, protein isn't only just for muscular growth um, and for maintaining muscle. It's for majority of how the body works and runs. Um, it helps us maintain our hair follicles, our skin, the important organs and inside the body, um, cell regeneration. So many things are really quite important with protein intake and it should be the background for, you know, the basis of anyone's nutrient intake. Um, and majority of people aren't eating enough of it. Um, so to, periodically, the best bet to look at protein intake, there's loads of people that say you have 0.8 to uh, 1.2 grams per kilo of body weight and that. And I think the most, for me, the most simple plain Jane way to look at it is a pound per pound of body weight. So if you, if you for example, weigh 160 pounds, 100, between 150 and 160 grams of protein will be optimal for you a day. Keep things simple. We don't need to overcomplicate things here. Let's keep things pretty darn simple here. Um, so between 150 to 160 grams of protein, if you weigh 210 pounds, again, between 200 to 200 grams 
200 to 210 grams of protein a day uh, will be great for you. Um, and then your calories all depends on what your goal is. So nutritionally, if you're looking to lose weight and drop weight while obviously weight training, then going into calorie deficit will be important for you. If you're happy with your maintenance weight, the maintenance calories will be great for you. And then obviously if you want to, if you were looking to put weight on to bulk up, then obviously we could put you into a calorie surplus. Um, but the basis of, of your diet should be your protein intake. And then to what's left over, we spend between fats and carbs. Um, so, you know, for me, I always think and dictate that carbs is the most um, primary energy source for the body because it's what the, the brain neutralizes into energy the quickest out of carbs and fat. So it's a preferred fuel source for the body. So therefore, for me, carbs is the basis of, of many of my clients' uh, nutritional um, plan. Um, and then fats, we have to have a certain amount of fats in the diet to maintain uh, health, uh, hormone regulation, um, you know, the way the body works. Fats are still quite a very important part of our of our intake um, to a certain degree. We don't need an awful lot of it, um, but enough is important. Um, so, you know, depending on the client, some clients do not enjoy eating carbs majority. Some people prefer to eat higher fat diets. So people that tend to love more like cheese and peanut butter and so forth, they may benefit more so from a higher fat, or low carb diet. Majority of people that like to eat lots of rice, grains, potato, X, Y, Z, then a higher carb, lower fat diet is, is more optimal. Um, but depending what whatever fuel source you pick, is entirely up to you, but having the, the protein as a basis that's covered, then how we spend our, the rest of our calories between carbs and fat is up to the individual and up to the client. Um, and that will mean that eating enough protein, eating enough foods will mean that you are, you know, optimizing your time in the gym, that when you get home, that you're recovering, you're growing, you're eating enough to let the body re refunction, regrow. Because as I said to you on the previous podcast, you go in the gym, you're breaking down muscle tissue, you're breaking down muscle, you know, you're damaging the body. So when you come home, you eat up and you rest and sleep, you know, that's where, when growth is going to happen. Sleeping between seven to eight hours a night, you know, look at your, your body as a battery. If you have an iPhone, these, you know, they're good for the first six months and they start to run out of battery like that. If you come home at night and you only charge your phone for two hours, and then keep using it every day and only recharging it to two hours, you're going to gradually, you know, be running on less battery each day, each day, each day, depending on how much you use it throughout the day. Um, I do apologize there. For some reason, my uh, camera likes to cut out after 20 minutes recording. Um, so as I was saying, you know, if you keep not getting enough sleep throughout the night, like, a, like comparing ourselves to a battery, um, you're not going to get enough rest, you're not going to get enough recovery day by day. Um, so, Make sure you're getting between seven to eight hours of sleep will mean that you're getting enough rest, enough recovery, and that you're recharging your batteries enough, just like obviously your iPhone and your phone. If you keep not charging it optimally or enough, it's not going to last throughout the day. Same with you, not only for your physical health, but also for your mental health too. And then water intake as well, making sure that we're drinking enough water. So all these things come together to make sure that we get, we're obviously creating positive results in the gym, making sure that we are training effectively with compound lifts and that we're being safe not eager lifting, making sure that we're following a training program that is suited towards our needs and our goals and to how much time we can commit to being in the gym. And then obviously with food intake, making sure they're eating enough protein, which for the majority of people, they don't eat enough of it. And then also making sure they're eating calories in line with what our goal is to either lose weight, to maintain our weight, to, to put weight on, making sure we're resting and sleeping enough. And this will mean that we are obviously um, really maximizing on our growth factors to make sure that we're getting as much most amount of results as we can in the time that we spend in the gym and working on us and working on getting us stronger working towards our goals and results and where we want to be um so yeah 
I think that is going to wrap up today's episode. I want to keep these between 20 to 25 minutes on average. I don't want to keep them too lengthy. Um, so yeah, so again, uh, I can only just say thank you for the messages. Honestly, I'm blown away with the amount of receipt, like per- private messages I've received off people. Um, it's really humbling. It's really nice and I really do appreciate it. So thank you for those. Keep them coming. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, if you haven't already, do subscribe to my podcast. Um, give it a rating on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helped me out. Um, I've had one, one low rating star reviewing. I think that may have been from my second episode um, from where I dropped the F-bomb a considerable amount. Uh, no other words to say, but the fact I was very hyped up that day. Um, you know, it's what it is. I'm not particularly bothered. If you don't like it, then don't come back and listen again. Uh, but I'm hoping that you do enjoy it. And this is like a child, a chilled conversation that we have about. Sorry, my coffee's going cold. That's not really a vibe, is it? Um, that we have a chilled conversation about weight training, fitness, health, nutrition side of things. Um, and yeah, today's podcast was just a chance to go a little bit more in depth about weight training. This was like a level up from the last one. Um, talking more about specifics, about certain forms of training, what you should be focusing on, and a little more input into nutrition and also about the most beneficial exercises, the compounds you'll be starting with, and then, you know, what you should be planning going forward. So as I said, you know, please do give me a review on uh, the podcast um, channel that you listen to me through. Um, please do subscribe and follow. Give it a share to your friends. You know, talk to your friends about it. Say that this that crazy guy Alan's chatting shit. It's not so bad. Give it a listen. Greatly appreciate it. Um and yeah, and give me some feedback on any of the subjects you'd like to be covering. But as I said, we'll be dropping these once a week. Uh, continue on every kind of Monday night. I'll be dropping these. Uh, it's a good time for me. Maybe in future we'll be double up and start doing a few more, maybe twice a week in the future. But once a week at the moment is, is a real good vibe and works well for me. And I can keep this up consistently. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you all this next week. I hope you're all well. And I'll, um, I'll catch you in the next uh, podcast. If you haven't already, my Instagram page, again, a little plug, at Coach by Alan, online coaching for weight loss, muscular toning, bone muscle, all the above. Um, I'm very proactive on my Instagram. That's my other uh, channel other than here. Uh, as I said, at Coach by Alan. Our podcast um, you, uh, Instagram is at uh, the Fit for Life podcast, then also on YouTube as well. Uh, so you can see me like this because I am on camera here. Um the fit for life podcast on youtube too so again thank you for tuning in and i'll catch you guys in the next one